The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you, in association with the House Show Crew, a little morsel for your Monday. Answering all the questions that you send our way. So no more lollygagging, let's take on the day. Welcome to the running. Welcome to the running. Welcome everyone to your Monday morning coffee. It is I, as always, Mr. Maddie Treats. And we are on the inception of wrestling podcasts because this is the Runnid, which is presented by the House Show, which is presented by the Retro Network. And what a glorious day we have. This is the first run in of the new year. And what a week it was, uh, you know, just in the world, I think, in general and in the wrestling world as well. Um, but of course, I am joined by Mr. Kevin Hellions. Kevin. Are you okay over there? You look like someone's like sneaking into the to the room there. Oh no, no. I mean, because uh, for longtime listeners, we got that hole in the side of the house fixed, so no one's sneaking in that way. No, my my kid's running around. Uh, he's taking a Pokemon Sword and Shield break right now. He's running around with his Ben Ten toys. Oh, nice. I like it. I like it. Um, so it's just you and I today, uh, educator educating out there. Uh, what a crazy week it was. I think. You know, the world almost collapsed. The United States democracy as we know it almost ended. But you know what? Vince McMahon would say the show must go on. I mean, right. Am I crazy for thinking that? Screw it. You know, know, it's weird. The weirdest thing about. okay, so, you know, the coop, whatever you want to call it. This is we we try not to get too, too political on our show because we're, we're I don't think no one wants to hear it from us. Like, I'm not changing anyone's opinion with what I have to say about anything. I'm not going to change your opinion about wrestling, let alone the world. But I think the weirdest thing about the whole thing that happened on Wednesday was just like, so I'm watching the news, watching the news, watching the news. And then I'm like, uh, should I watch NXT and EW? Like, what is going on? Where do I go from here? I wasn't sure what to do. So, it, and, and honestly, it's very easy to watch AEW stuff right now, seeing what the entire AEW family did for Brody Lee and for the Huber family has been amazing and beautiful. And I wish they didn't have to do it. But if you're going to have, if you're going to work for any company and something like this happens, man, they've just done so well. And then you got WWE on the other hand. And this thing's just another in a long list of history. And then certain people that cabinet positions to and all you know i was just hoping though like if you're gonna throw a coop do it when there's no wrestling on do it like on a thursday night i know i know you know like it's sometimes it's very tough to watch wwe and i will always support the wrestlers and you know there's certain people i i love their merchandise i love following them online i i love their gimmicks their attitudes their whatever and all i just wish you know the people in charge were a little better yeah i mean we, we all know how you stuck by you know velveteen dream through his trials and tribulations so you know you support all the wrestlers no matter what they're going through shout out to joey ryan so uh why don't we 
Why don't we uh, move on from that? Uh, you know, uh, it's crazy that the events of the world overshadowed what I think is always a sneaky great week for wrestling. This this first of the year is a great week for wrestling. Let me break it down for you guys. We started in New Japan with Wrestle Kingdom 15. Okay. Always, you're going to get great matches no matter what with, with New Japan. Um, I did watch those. I know, Kevin, uh, you did not, but you're, you're not really into the New Japan like I am. So um, then we got Legends Night on Raw, okay, which um, it's Legends Night. It's going to be crappy, but they gave us a pretty good Drew McIntyre, uh, Keith Lee match, mm-hmm. uh, which very went true. 20, you know, 20 minutes. Um, and it's a very newsworthy show because it's always the first um, usually I should say the first raw without Monday night football. So they try to jam pack it and, uh, try to blow it out and get great ratings. Uh, this year, then we have NXT with their new year, uh, smash, which actually new the Brody, Evil. no, oh, that's NXT was new year's evil. And then yep. AEW's new year smash. Um, so we got Finn Balor versus Kyle Riley two. uh, the real, the real Ripley versus, uh, Raquel Gonzalez, uh, yep. last woman standing match, uh, Cross versus Priest, which uh, I wasn't a fan of. Um, I mean, really good action. And then we get AEW, and because of the Brody Lee um, tribute show, the first week got pushed back. So, you know, we weren't supposed to have Omega Phoenix. We were supposed to have the week, the week before where the tribute show was. Well, it gets pushed back, you know, a week because of the tragedy that happened with uh, John Huber. And this is what we get. We get Phoenix versus Omega in a great television match. And then, of course, uh, you know, we're recording this on Friday. Spoiler alert. Um, So we have SmackDown tonight. um, And the stuff that Roman Reigns has been doing, in my opinion, is the best stuff in wrestling right now. So, I mean, what a sneaky, great week for wrestling this is. And usually every year, um, hopefully now with AEW and NXT doing New Year's Eve shows, theme shows, this could be a tradition where that first week of January, they, they blow it out. Each company does. Well, honestly, this is also the time where I find myself the least interested in wrestling every year. I don't know if it's because it's winter and it's dark and it's cold and everyone's miserable. I don't know if it's the stress of Christmas time, but I always every year kind of drop out of wrestling ground November, December time and don't really get going again until the Royal Rumble. And then that gets me excited again. Then so road to WrestleMania. And honestly, because with a uh, WrestleMania weekend, usually every other promotion running shows in the same town, everyone is also upping their game from like January until March, April, whatever mania is. So everyone's put on better stuff. But I, if they want to say like, hey, listen, New Year's, this is when it's always going to be, or, or, you know, the first week of the year is always going to be a big week for wrestling. Let's get some ratings. Let's get everyone going. Let's get everyone excited. And I'll start a new year off because there was a lot of good wrestling this week. Yeah, yeah. And it really started... Um, Unfortunately, with Goldberg coming back, um, it really starts that push for the Rumble. In my yes, opinion. there's no way he wins, right? No, you're not gonna have Drew lose. That would be his. He lost twice. Yeah. So I think Drew. Uh, I, I think Drew as the COVID champion is doing very well. Drew's great. I, I love Drew McIntyre. I really do. And he's putting on great matches, no matter who he's in the ring with. Yeah. Now the real test will be at Royal Rumble if he can pull a great match out of Goldberg. Uh, I, it's got to go. I mean, Drew 
being this the star now, it's got to go long, long for Goldberg do, match. Do you think they do cinematic? So you could do everything oh, live, but not like cinematic, like Boneyard match, but cinematic, like Reshoots the greatest wrestling match angles ever. and stuff. A kind of like a Edge Randy or in match at Mania. Yeah, I could, yeah. Or play it off as you could play it off or as it's five. live, but it's not, and just don't do the stupid camera angles that they did for Orton Edge. And you could have a good match because you got to work to Goldberg's, you know, his strengths. And we, yeah, I could absolutely see that. This is a protected match. It's going to be pre-recorded. Would not shock me. But get it out of the way. I'm glad that Goldberg's not going to be the main event of WrestleMania. Plus, if you're going to put Goldberg on the Rumble, I think that's a good way to hide him. Because, like, sure, fans are probably upset. But really you are not taking anyone out of the rumble. You're not putting him in the rumble. So he's not yeah. winning the rumble. You know, you, you still have that, that ability to, you know, put people that we would want to see win the rumble in the rumble. Cause if Goldberg was in the rumble and won, we'd all be like, I'd be pissed. friggin' kidding me. Yeah. Everyone would be kind of upset. So, um, but, but let me get started first, Kevin, um, and walk you through new Japan real quick. Uh, new Japan's wrestle kingdom. It is their WrestleMania. Uh, it works out for me perfectly. Uh, when Wrestle Kingdom happens, because it just happens to fall right around when I do inventory for my store every year. So I wake up, I have to be, you know, we start inventory at 5 a.m. at my store. So I have to wake up, I have to be there by 4. Um, so I wake up at 3 o'clock or 2.30, or get ready, get to the store on time, yada, yada, yada. But it works out great because it either usually falls, you know, my inventory usually falls on the 4th, which is when Wrestle Kingdom takes place every year, always the 4th of January. Um, I'm not sure, you know, why that is. Um, but no matter what day of the week it falls on January 4th, Wrestle Kingdom. So for me, it's always, I get done with work. I can either, um, watch it right then on delay, or I just wait to the next day and, and watch it. Cause it's just how it falls down. So, um, I, I was very happy. They did two nights. Uh, they did two nights last year as well. Um, and they did that even though it was pre COVID, it's not like WrestleMania, which went two nights because it was too big or yada, yada, yada or whatnot. But uh, when it comes to New Japan, you can always expect their co-main events and their main events to be amazing. I mean, fantastic, fantastic work. They let the guys do everything they want. Uh, this year, I think the two matches that stood out from night one, of course, are going to be um, your uh, Okada versus Will Ospreay and then um, Kota Ibushi taking on not Naito in the main for the double title. If you get a chance, Kevin, watch those two matches from night one because they are fan friggin' tastic. They are epics. They go, you know, 30 minutes uh, pushing 40 in one of the match. And then, of course, in night two, the way they had it was um, Switchblade Jay White had like their money in the bank briefcase, basically. And he said, I'm going to cash it in, but I want to cash it in on night two against the winner of that first match of the uh, Abushi Naito. You know, he gave him a heads up. He says, I'm going to go into, uh, you know, go into Wrestle Kingdom and I want to, um, I want to headline that. So Jay White goes in with the contract and he takes on Abushi because Abushi wins the, the belt on night one. And goes into night two, and they have a 48-minute barn burner of a match. Just a fantastic, fantastic match. Um, where Jay White falls up short in the match, and then he cuts. If you, I think I sent it to you in uh, The Educator. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet. 
uh, they do like post-show press conferences in New Japan. And Jay White has a 10-minute heel breakdown um, where he talks about how he's been training and doing everything and turning back on him and no one's helping him out. The deconstruction of his character is so amazing for this promo. You have to watch it. You know, he comes in saying... No one, uh, you guys want to talk to the Switchblade. You want to talk to Jay. Well, right now I'm Jamie. I'm just a, and he's like a broken man. And it's fascinating to see him break down like in this, he, he almost starts crying, but then he, he does like this maniacal laugh. Like it's almost like the Joker, like he's deconstructing and you see this man that's broken and he's just talking about, I got one more match in my new Japan contract. And then I, I, I got to go to the drawing board. I've sacrificed so much. And for what I didn't even accomplish anything like it, it oh God, it's so, so good. Um, and then also on night two. Once again, I think my favorite one of the most surprising match I have to say was uh, Jeff Cobb taking on um, Shingo Takachi. And it was so good. The Jeff Cobb match so hard hitting. That would be, I think, the educator's favorite match because of the way these two beefy boys potato each other. So um, just I say those were my four favorite matches from the from the, the New Japan weekend. But if anyone watches New Japan, if you if you have a way, get out and watch Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, you know, the first matches, they're fun, whatever. But really, those main events and the co-main events are always good every, every year. Say Jay White, the big rumor is that everyone's trying to get him right now. And uh Yeah, yeah. I you know, and it's funny is that dude deserves all the money in the world. To me, he's the number two heel in the world. I think Roman Reigns right now is is unbelievable. Uh Jay White to me is number two. My only fear is he gets to the WWE and they just won't know what to do with him. I mean, they won't know what to do with they him. They won't. And and people want him to debut like AJ did. Don't do NXT, just have him debut on main roster. He's that good already. Doesn't need, you know, uh, uh, to learn the WWE way and to have a year or two in NXT when he's already many years into his career to just debut him. I was like, ah, I don't see it working. But I think you would get a good reaction now because it is so much internet wrestling fans and smart fans and all right now because we're who's still watching. There's not casual fans just, oh, wrestling's in town. Let's all go. Um, I, I, I personally think if you were going to do that, I would like to see him debut at the Rumble. I would like to see him win the Rumble and challenge Drew because Drew has no one really lined up, in my opinion. No. Like, I, I fully expect Big E versus Roman Reigns is my guess. You, you think so, even though Big E has the IC? Yeah. I still think they're going to keep pushing him. Um, because if you have Roman and if you would imagine, you know, WrestleMania, usually you have your face go over. Um, your face can go over Roman and have that close the show. But, you know, plus SmackDown right now is getting the most ratings and the most eyeballs onto it. But you can have your heel, Jay White, be a monster heel coming out of that beating Drew, in my opinion, at Mania. But I I just don't see it happening. I think he's going to go to NXT. You know, the rumors are swirling that, you know, WWE wants him. I think that they need him um, just because of the way AEW seems to be getting a lot of clout going in, especially with Internet fans. Um, Plus, there is the fact that uh you know jay white on twitter um liked finn balor's photo uh finn balor says come at the champ best not miss or whatever it is come to daddy and jay white liked it so that's of course you know playing into uh to that so good though that'd be such a good match absolutely absolutely yeah jay white i i I absolutely love people just sit there and they'll go through like wrestlers posts and see who like them all day just to look for stuff like that yeah i would imagine yeah 
I'm sure there's like some interns at a <laughs> thing. Yeah, other things to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so why don't we go right into, you know, we brought up AEW. Um, a fun show as AEW was. Um, but I think obviously the main thing is the return of the, the Bullet Club, I guess you will say. Can they call um, it that? I don't think they can call it. I think New Japan owns the Yeah, uh, they can't the say trademark Bullet Club. For. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna call it. I mean, they have the. They could probably could do like the Elite Club. No, yeah, might true. be a, might be a way to get around it. What do you think with the the Gals and Anderson? I I think this was a big thing. Do you see them in AEW really that much, or are they just going to rule um, Impact? I mean, w- they have a lot of ways they can do this. You could, and I think that just the way the ske- you know their schedules and taping seem to be going in all too. I think they'll do backstage promos they'll show up at a next pay-per-view which i believe is in february um but otherwise they'll keep to impact whenever i think a good pop leader on though would be a turn of uh gallows and anderson against young bucks and i think that as an AEW showcase on a pay-per-view would be great I think they make a lot of money off of that match. But, I mean, you just got this group together. You just started the AEW Impact thing. I'm looking like a year ahead. Of course, next week we do have, um, or actually this upcoming week now, I guess, uh, we have Kenny Omega with Gallows and Anderson on Impact, and that's six-man for, um, I think it's Friday night. Friday night Impact? Yeah, they're taking on a Rich Swan. I think it's like a pay-per-view, hard to Oh, kill, yep, yep. Hard Is that what it's called? Hard to kill? Hard, hard to kill. Um they're taking on the Motor City Machine Guns and Rich Swan, so um, kind of fascinating. I, of course, marked out when this happened. Um, I think everyone saw it coming when the, when the Bucks came out, um, but good to have them. I, you know, this is—I thought this was a missed opportunity for um, WWE because they—they they never did WWE missed. WWE misses out on a lot, absolutely. Of course, Bullet Club started with Finn Balor. Finn Balor, um, Gals and Anderson, uh, G.O.D., all them. You know, it was, I think, the Raw 25th anniversary where the NWO came out. And then you had... Yeah, and all they had to do was, why can't they lay out the NWO? I don't get it. Like, they're old guys, Liam. And then they did nothing with that. Oh, you got the approval, your official click or whatever, and we'll never mention this again, bury you, and... You guys are going to go away. Like you've done nothing with it. You could have, and all the fans wanted it. It's it. It's that WWE attitude of wait, this isn't how we wanted you to react. So we're going to just crap on it and remove it from TV, and then force feed you something else, and hope you like that instead. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Omega Phoenix, an amazing match. Uh, w- one of the better TV matches you'll see all year. I mean, hands down. Um, you know, some people were saying Omega probably watched some, uh, watched his his good friend Ibushi in uh, Wrestle Kingdom and said, you know what, I should step my game up this week <laughs> just because I don't want to be left out of this conversation. So probably a good idea. Um, but of course, then on the other network on NXT, uh, Balor O'Reilly too. Um, you know, uh, Ripley versus Gonzalez. I mean, those two matches were great. I gotta imagine Ripley's getting call- called up soon. Um, Gonzalez is absolutely future champ, and she has improved so much too. She's looking fantastic here. I say keep her with Dakota Kai for a while too. Um, the women's Dusty Classic, I will be watching that. I am excited for that one. I was upset there wasn't a May Young Classic in 2020. 
this. I, I want to see who gets teamed up. I want to see random people they bring in. I want to see all of it. I can't wait. Um, If they do Finn Kyle 3, Kyle's got to win the belt, right? He has to at that point. Jeez. To go from you're in a tag match, you're in Undisputed Era. Some people, you know, yes, a lot of these smart fans know who you are and how good you are. But for the most part, you're seen as a tag guy, as like a secondary guy in Undisputed Era. Now he's got champ all over him. You could put that belt on him and everyone will say, yes, he deserves to have that belt. He is the guy right now. I just don't see it happening, though. I, I mean, in all honesty, like you don't, I don't you, see I don't see Riley being their champion because they're. I, I think what will happen is it'll be Balor versus Cross. I mean, probably. I would rather put the title on Kyle than Cross. Are you a big Kieran Cross fan? I, I'm. He's just there. I got nothing for him against him. Like, I get it. I get the the look, the power, everything of him. I totally get it. I just, he's just a guy, though, for me. Like, nothing against him. He's just there. To me, he doesn't fit NXT. He fits main roster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was I was very shocked. I, I thought when he got injured, why not bring him up for the Rumble? Yeah. He could be the monster that takes on Drew. They uh, well could work. they must think he just needs like some seasoning, some more experience, something like I don't know. They must think that for some reason. I mean, you think too the whole presentation plus with us uh, with Scarlet. I mean, it just screams main roster, to it, me, especially but. with Scarlet. Scarlet would make so much money in the main roster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, speaking of call ups, uh, we're gonna see uh, Damian Priest getting called up here pretty That's soon. Of course, the rumor. I think he. The rumor was he was gonna be Kevin Owens' best friend. <laughs> I think that Roman Reigns nixed it. I mean, he, he's a big dude. He's got the look. I think he could find himself on the main roster. Um, I, I could see him being up Elias for a couple weeks, and then he's on to his next storyline. You love it. How about beating up Elias as a bodyguard? I'd be all right with that. You know, I would pay pay-per-view money for that. Like, not WWE right. Network money, like 40 bucks pay-per-view money to see that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but no, just a lot of fun. I mean, if you were going to do probably your top matches, I think you would have to put Omega Phoenix would, would be in there. Um, Balor O'Reilly, like I said, I liked the the women's last woman standing match, um, and then like I said, those four matches from Russell Kingdom, the Jeff Cobb match I thought was fantastic, and it kind of stole the show for me. Um, but the Jay White Abushi forty eight minute match is just insane. It's so good, it is so good. Uh, my brother's favorite match of the weekend was Abushi Naito. And then my good friend Anthony, he enjoyed um, Okada Osprey. So really, I mean, you could go either way with any of them, and you're not gonna, you know, you can't do wrong with any of those no, matches. No, a I mean. bad one. Um, now, didn't they have the little teaser that they're gonna be on TV in US and UK? Yes. Too. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So they teased that they're gonna be on UK, and they kept showing the um, the big tease was purple. The color purple right. behind it. Uh, oh, so some people are, network. Some people are expecting, uh, yeah, yeah, the own network. Uh, some people were trying to figure out what it is. Um, some people were thinking it's a Roku app. Well, that would uh, work. Be, uh, but also, too, for USA, uh, Be In Sport is a network that has MLW and stuff like that, which would make sense as well, which I think has purple as well. But we'll see. I mean, the. Um, I, I get the the New Japan World app through my um, Fire Stick. So is that free or? 
Uh, you can download it for free. There's a lot of free content on there. I pay the $9 a month for, for the pay-per-views. Um, you know, they have the free content and then they have the other one. Um, I just wish it was translated a little better um, for, you know, um, it's a little clunky. Everything is, but um, it, it does well. Uh, no issues. I mean, I was able to watch, obviously, New Japan, uh, the, the Wrestle Kingdom and stuff and no issues. You know, it's listed under English commentary. Kevin Kelly does commentary. He's fantastic. Um, just straightforward. It's amazing how good commentary can be when they're not trying to sell you every five minutes on something. So. Or have someone in their ear screaming at them the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, but uh, anything else you want to add about the wrestling world this week, Kevin? Ah, oh, now that I can think of, I, I watched some older wrestling this week for our show and, and for my homework that I do over for odds. I was trying to get through more this week. I am. I'll put it out there. I am looking forward to the Bailey Broken Skull Sessions episode coming up. Ding dong. Ding dong. Yeah, I think that actually dropped last night. No. Does it drop after the Rumble? I can't I think remember. It no, after the Rumble's icons. Yeah, which looks fantastic, too. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of good stuff coming. I Doing a uh, they control the narrative version of Dark Side of the Ring. I'm curious as how to how that will be. Um. But uh, yeah, so this week on our show, our, our main show is Saturday night's main event, episode number two, Uncle Elmer's uh, Wedding. That was one of the most entertaining watches of wrestling I've had in quite a while. And I think we had a very entertaining episode because we all clearly enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. It's a lot of fun. So make sure you're watching Uncle Elmer's. Uh, wedding episode uh, of course that is for thursday uh, but next monday kevin we go deeper into the inception we do if anyone knows how to go deeper it is kevin hellions kevin why don't you explain what's going on all right so i've been debating this for a while i've been talking over privately with some people um i attempted a different version of it uh, last summer and uh, certain listeners will say hey what happened to that email that we had going back and forth this is what happened to it so i enjoy the retro network a lot i was very happy to come aboard um but there's certain there's certain voices that i feel just aren't here or that we don't know that well i want to i want to know how jason and mickey got the whole retro network started you know um I want to I want to talk to Stacy more. She's on the a lot of the, you know, jukebox ones, but she hasn't done a podcast like on her own really. Um where did Karen come from? Out of nowhere. I've been in this blogging circle for like 10 years now, maybe more. Karen out of nowhere listening to every show, writing constantly, being a superstar. Out of nowhere. I would like to talk with Adam for a while outside of Retro Network. Um Will West is one of my good friends. I would love to sit down and talk with him for a while. Joan Adam from At Odds. I do a shout out every week. I'd like to talk to them. And honestly, even if you and I wanted to talk about like our history podcasting, you know, we did a podcast. My God, it's almost 15 years ago now. <laughs> we first had a little podcast going. We could talk about that. But I've just wanted to do like the mass library sits down one on one interviews, you know, talking about different things, ex expanding here. So starting next week, we're going to have the hot tag with Kevin Hellions presented by the run in presented by the house show presented by the retro network. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the inception of podcast goes even deeper. Um, it's not going to be, obviously we're, we're still going to do the run in and stuff like that. Uh, but we're going to sprinkle these in 
Um, I know this is something that that uh, Project Kevin is near to dear to his heart and really wants to do it. So uh, luckily for us, we have the vehicle where we can do it. Um, and hopefully uh, you guys will enjoy that as we get through and go deeper just with everyone involved. Um, you know, lots of lots of great stuff out there. And um, like Kevin says, I think all the people that are involved with the retro network um, and even outside the retro network in the community, um, you know, they, they, they make us continue to do this and we thank them. And this is a good way, I think, that Kevin, um, like you said, you've been in these blogging communities for over a decade now. This is your way of giving back to them for what they've given you over the years. It, it is. And honestly, you know, um, we we make jokes, we make comments, we all say it in our real life. Is Facebook really worth it? Is Twitter really worth it? We all get frustrated with social media my life is better and has changed. And I've met people directly through social media. I started writing on my own and then I, w I was curious, are there any other people doing this? What can I look for? And I slowly saw other blogs and then I saw, here's a group of blogs that all write together. And then I met more people and all. And if I didn't start doing that stuff, Jason knew me before Mickey did for the heads of retro network. Jason wouldn't have come in contact with me and said, Hey, would you like to be a part of this? And then I brought on two of my best friends and then I've met other people. I've been on wizards. Now I've been on the main show, uh, you know, sequel quest, like all these other ones for it's fantastic. And I want to give something back and open up the community and let's know. And, and honestly, I'm not even putting it as just the community. I would look to talk to comic creators, to wrestlers, to whatever, just giving people a platform out there using our success and, and, you know, paying it forward. Yeah. And the good thing about this guys is it's not part of Kevin's Patreon. So this is free <laughs> for you guys. So you don't have to pony up the dollar. To I actually, I actually have a video I got to put up there. I can't post it publicly. There's a I can't wait for the uh, hot tag when you interview Declan X about his YouTube videos. So. Oh, that'd be a good one. It'll probably be him run away going, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, he's got the right note. I think that's going to do it for us this Monday morning. Uh, of course, Uncle Elmer's wedding on Thursday. And then on uh, next week, next Monday, we have the hot tag with Kevin Hallions. So, uh, so I, I was going to say educator. What do you want to say to the people? But he's not here. So uh, I'll just say thank He'd you guys for listening. He'd be a good interview. Listening. Yeah, he would be a good interview. So uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone that listens and supports the show. Of course, thank you to the Retro Network. If you like what you hear, you can follow me on Twitter at Maddie Treats. Um, I have like an Instagram, but I never really post on that. Really um, yeah, you post just, a little like an update when you do post because it's been so long. That's right. I'm like the Haley's comment of, of posting photos. It's usually I will post like if I have a disgusting beard or if I wrapped my Christmas gifts. I mean, so get ready next year, guys. Start to get ready for my gift wrapping abilities next year. So, uh, but anyways, Kevin Hellions, what do you want to say to the people out there? All right. Thank you, Matt, for another great show. Thank you to Educator. You're here in spirit with us. Uh, thank you to the Retro Network for hosting us. WWE kind of for usual stuff that we watch on here. And, and you know, hey, all the other wrestling programs that we talk about here. Thank you to Retro Reader and Jason Gross for our logo. You can follow us across the internet at TRN House Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Maddie Treats. You can follow me across most social medias at Mass Library. MassLibrary.com is the home blog. You can go ahead and check the show notes. That's got that Patreon in there and uh, merchandise and all sorts of cool stuff. And I, I, I'm not even sure how to end it this week because I'm so nervous already about how I'm going to end the first episode 
of the hot tag. I'm, I'm just, I, I, I've inceptioned myself. I've, I've worked myself into a shoe. I don't know what to do here. Oh, boy. Can't <laughs> wait for next week. All aboard the Hot Tag Express. It's sure to go off the rails. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.